deeper this is ashley i can't go that low and this is johnny and today we are discussing spider-man into the spider-verse 2018 there you go (laughs) (laughs) it is not a scary movie (laughs) it's not but we did it anyway it just seemed like fun. Why not? Um, yeah, and no, that's the it. kind of surprises you get when you watch this beautiful film. It is a beautiful film. Oh, oh every frame. Gorge. It really is. It's frameable. The whole thing is frameable. Yeah, I would. I think that's something they, I think the directors may have said. Uh, that you can like pause it at any point in time and it'll look like it's a frame in a comic book. Yeah. Or a work of art. And I'm... Which is the same, I guess. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, Johnny. It's the comic same. Comic book is a work of art. In fact, a book of art. Book Oh, a book of art. Look at you. Hmm. <laughs> it's like a little book of art. Um, so what is this movie about, Ashley? And you're going to have to do that because I, I mean, I could tell you, but I don't know. I mean, man, I was looking so forward for you to do this. Oh, then I'll do it. I'll fine. I'll do it. No, 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 no. I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to do it. Okay. So (laughs) this movie is about a fantastic young man who is a graffiti artist with his and his he likes mm-hmm. his uncle his dad is a police officer so of course there's conflict in their relationship he goes to a uh fancy school for what nerds something like that and um he goes with his uncle one night to do some graffiti in a remote um what is it like an abandoned subway station kind of thing something like that it's it's back in the subway system they venture into anyway but it turns out it's next to a place that has radioactive uh hoopla and a radioactive spider of course duh uh comes on out and fiddles around and then bites him and turns him into a spider man and uh then when he goes back to the spider thing because he's of course having issues with sticky fingers and and so forth um he goes back and he with a spidey sense figures out there's a hidden layer of other shit going on down there then he's automatically dropped into a big old fight with the other spider like the actual spider-man that's famous for being spider-man um which is part of his universe this young man and um is that peter parker it was right yeah that that's peter parker but this is um very much like a world this this is a peter parker 
I don't think we've seen. No. Because this is a Peter Parker with, like, blonde hair, blue eyes. He's, like, pretty and perfect. Yeah. Um, and this is a, uh, a universe that we have not yet been introduced to. Yes. So, big fight, lots of hoopla, and it turns out uh, other universes were unleashed. Well, I think it had something to do with Peter Parker being there and shoved into it, and it kind of opened up... the the super collider that... um notorious bad guy kingpin is worried about getting revved up and started and uh peter parker's there trying to stop him and he's battling other like famous villains like uh, the green goblin Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah and so parker was like tossed into it and i like i'm not 100 percent on why that connection was all only to all the spider-men and not like also green goblins or well i think it was because he was shoved in there specifically like his head went in and it did like Mm, a doodad hoopla and then it spit (laughs) out all the the other spider people well spider people we should say um because there's well and the spider pig but whatever anyway so spider people and a pig They all eventually show up and it's very confusing and then they figure out what's going on and there's the thing and then they have to fight the big baddie person and put the little chippy doodad into the thing thing. And um, meanwhile, other things happen and emotional things, dads and sons and uncles and just a whole bunch of things. He has to learn things. He has different abilities that he didn't know about that others didn't have. And of course they all have their Mm -hmm. special things that they can do. Um, He can turn invisible for instance, but he can't control it yet because he's still not used to all of it. Yeah. He's like days into his powers. He's like a day or two. You know, I have to say out of all the superheroes, I think I'm the most jealous of that one of Spider-Man because you get all buff and sexy after you get bit by a spider. I mean, if that was the case, if that actually did happen in real life, I'd let spiders bite me constantly. I'd be like, is that a spider you got there? Please let that thing bite me. <laughs> let me let me hold on to that. <laughs> yeah, just real quick. Um, then a That's day really later, I'm like, ooh. You... <laughs> well, hello, everyone. <laughs> this is John, the Spider-Man. So Spider-Man is supposed to be the superhero, and I want to say when 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 was the first Spider-Man? Nineteen sixty-two. Uh, nineteen sixty-two or nineteen sixty-seven was like the first, like when Spider-Man like came to the universe, um, our universe at least, and I'm pretty sure he was advertised, and he still is, especially in this film. Uh, the as the hero that anyone can be under that mask, and yeah. I think that that's, I think that's really great. Like that's a really great um, precedent for for a superhero, and it's oh, and this movie in particular really like, really tries to emphasize that anyone can be a hero, and I really love the way that they did it throughout the movie. Like even during um, like pretty 
pretty Peter, Peter Parker's uh, death. Mary Jane was like talking about him and like how he was saying, um, you know, uh, I didn't choose to have superpowers, but I chose to be Spider-Man. And it's also your choice to be like, to be the hero. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very lovely. Yeah. It is. Spider-Man movies like made me cry. <laughs> like always. I realized that today. I was like, is it everyone? Actually, yeah. I guess they kind of. Yeah, they kind of do. In fact, I I, because like Spider Man is also very like lonely, you know. Yeah, I um, because I told you I rewatched all the uh, Marvel movies, and it was funny the ones. I mean, not all of them made me emotional like other people. Um, I think the only ones that actually do make me cry are the Guardians of the Galaxy ones, but I also did not watch the Spider Man ones because they weren't on anything that I could watch them on. So, oh, okay. but I do believe so that I... So you didn't watch the, 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 what's his name? Tom Holland, the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yes. Movies. Well, I mean, uh, no. I mean, I would have, but I didn't have access to them, so I had to skip But they those. weren't available to stream. Yeah. yeah, well, the last one was, but I had just watched it. Now I loved that one. That was the Far, what is it, Far From Home? Or... Oh, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. Which, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, that was good. Do we talk about that, you and me? Because I think so. part of that like... bugged me so much because I was like, why would this super villain person sit up there and do this deconstruction of everything he did? I was like, this is a little ridiculous that you would do that. <laughs> yeah, he went through and he was like, and remember that terrible thing that happened to you and you, that other terrible thing that happened? Like, let me let me paint you a picture of the back story. <laughs> let me retell your stories. <laughs> you clearly don't remember. So I'm going to tell you what happened <laughs> for 20 minutes. Um <laughs> yeah, no, that scene was long. <laughs> it was. But it was I, I really did I enjoyed that movie. I thought that was very good. Yeah, it was fun. It was very very well very well made. And it was after the whole Avengers uh, situation. So it was it was like fresh off the heels of like the Iron Man situation and everything. So it was it was very very emotional for like it, it had to carry a whole bunch of of heavy stuff right after and like and it wasn't even technically part of that whole thing <laughs> i mean it was but it wasn't you know what i mean well yeah it was it was um like it was, it was like Tom a license Holland's agreement kind of thing origin story right like that like we just took like a big we just took a long time to to like give him his uncle ben you know yeah yeah the little the little kickstart thing i remember after what was that last one not age of ultron the one with the snap no the snappies I mean, snappy one was um oh god i don't remember there's too many of them it's okay there's like 20 <laughs> it's quite I... all right <laughs> don't you age worry of about snappies <laughs> Yeah, after the Snappy Avenger, um, well, after the Snappy Avenger Part Two, because <laughs> people after were the like, second snap, 
the bend and snap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, the, the director of um, <laughs> Far From Far From Home was like, all right, like, because people were like, oh, no, no spoilers, please, big spoilers and snappy part two. And the, the director was like, okay, um, no spoilers until this date, because this date is when we drop the trailer for Far From Home, and y'all motherfuckers gonna have to see that movie before watching this trailer. So, no spoilers till then is your limit. Well, <laughs> and like I'm two, sorry, but months. I feel like at that point, because that was it was interesting within the whole universe, the Marvel universe kind of situation. Like it was a huge movie. Like that was a mm -hmm. big event for the world. It was kind of nuts like i don't even think star wars people were that committed to like a a story of any kind like it was do you know what i mean like it was big and it was like a big I deal mean, if you spoiled it for people because i haven't seen it yet <laughs> like okay it's been a it's been a <laughs> month like go to the fucking movie theater and watch the goddamn movie I think Star Wars had a different sort of fandom because it was a different time. Well, the ones in the 70s. Uh, yeah. Right? People were camping out for those movies. Yeah. Well, they were like tenting up outside of the theater. It was also a different. Uh, it was. And it was you could only different. watch it in cinema. So they just like kept going back to see it. Yes. Well, and that's that's so, what I was going to say. It's like it's kind of like Disney when they would release their vault material into the theaters it wasn't like not even like the 80s or the 90s where you would get the vhs of it every what 10 years or whatever it was it was like it was an event when sleeping beauty was put back into the theaters or snow white was put back into the theaters like yeah so it was that kind of thing where <laughs> star wars is coming back to the theater so you can go see it again like are you kidding me? Of course I want to go see it. And that's when the camp out shit started. And I think that was probably right around the time Empire Strikes Back was going to come out that it became like a big fucking deal because they re-released mm -hmm. Star Wars A New Hope and had the title on it A New Hope, like episode four. Empire, Empire Strikes Back was the one that was released in uh, I want to say THX. <laughs> Probably. That's not it. That's 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 the other movie. That's another movie. What's the sound? THX 1138 is the brain? movie, but THX is the sound that is still used okay. today. Yes. Yeah. So when I want to say um, it was that one where Lucas was like, hey, this movie's going to be um, a great big deal. Great big thing. I want it to be presented in a certain way. And that is with a THX surround sound. Mm -hmm. So either upgrade only your theaters, the theaters that have it, or you don't get it. Yeah. And so all the theaters were like, you know, oh, we're not gonna not do that. I think we've talked about this briefly before, because I I feel like I added that um, Bram Stoker's Dracula was the first to be in five point one in theaters, and they had to do the same thing. They had to um change theaters to specifically be able to present that film the way that it was supposed to sound and honestly mm -hmm. i say this all the time like 
if you have proper 5.1 surround sound, like with speakers behind you and all that kind of stuff, that film yeah. is amazing in 5.1. It is so fucking cool. I was like, this is wild how this is happening. Like things are coming from like behind you and moving and it's creepy and it's awesome. And of course it's visually fucking stunning. It's just a, that was amazing, amazing piece of cinema. Francis Ford Coppola, just come on. Give him a give him a round of applause, everyone. Um I think um I think with that, um because then there was like three D. Three D was like the next thing to to create an immersive experience for audiences. And I'm gonna skip over that for a moment. Uh, but I wanna like go ahead and give a mention to D Box, which I think was is very is often looked at as super gimmicky. Um, which if people don't know what D-Box is, it is motion seating that moves in sync with the on-screen action. And so basically it's just a big chair that kind of like rumbles well, and moves and shakes. It's kind of like, um, whatever. It's kind of like the, <clears throat> like the a Spider-Man uh, ride at, well, at a Universal Studios. Kind of. Um, or I was going to say like Star Tours or, um, yeah. even Captain yeah, EO. We'll Captain EO was a, a 4D experience where mm -hmm. it had like the yeah. seats moved and all that kind of stuff and things flew at you water spit at your face <laughs> yeah or like the smells like in a bug which life. my favorite thing like, the bugs like ever thing. ever in captain eo is when they're dancing and their hips are flying at you and you're feeling it in your seat it's like whoa <laughs> oh my god all this dancing i would love getting drunk and in the uh, world showcase and then going to sit for captain eo completely wasted I'm like yeah we are here to change the world with dance it's fantastic <laughs> and angelica houston yeah, was the well, bad person well, the thing what i thought was super so sorry thing i thought was super cool about d box is they did settle so fucking well like they they would create and i may have talked about this like uh cabin in the woods was a movie that i watched as is um the first time was a comedy super great Loved had a blast and then that. the second time i watched it in d box and it like changed the whole way i experienced the movie because like the, like as they walked down like the creaky steps into the basement like i could feel the steps creak like in the seat it was that's cool it like it was horrifying yeah and mad max fury road um was another that because e and each car had its own type of rumble you know it was like it was really cool so d box people always looked for for action movies and i was like no go for that subtle shit. well i always thought like, with 3d they never did what i wanted them to do they always did like the big fun crazy spectacular movies that way but i i think it'd be more exciting to watch this sounds really weird but like a drama of some sort in 3d like and i i know everybody's thinking i'm an asshole or an idiot but i really do like no. i would love a, a period film or something like elizabeth with kate blanchett in 3d that would have been amazing are you kidding me i could feel her smacking somebody or like yes yes <laughs> have you have you seen those uh those tvs with like a super high refresh rate 
where it's like unbelievably oh, I, clear. Like I you don't really have like the blur. Love those. I can't That's figure I out how to change my 3D settings. Drama would be like. <laughs> oh, I would love that. No, it's, I think that's spectacular. probably under a different, a different like type of wording that means the same thing. Yeah, like, I keep like, meaning to like, figure it out. Motion blur. But I want that because I remember the first time. Um, uh, in fact, I might have been on this TV that I have in my room right now. Um, my parents' television was in uh, high definition and. Um, I I didn't have one yet in my room, but I went out there to watch a Fellini film in in uh, on Blu-ray for the first time, and I cried just watching it because it it felt like you were there. I was like, I can see the sets, you know. I was like, it's so freaking cool. It's like just to see how realistic it looked. It looked like it, it's hard to explain. Unless you've seen it. If you've seen it, you know it's, it. It's it's also a little creepy, though, because, like, it kind of feels like you're looking, like, it looks super, like, crisp and clean, but it also feels like you're kind of, like, looking through, like, a hole in the wall, like, creeping on somebody's life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I... Like, watching Friends is, like, a little weird. Well, now. and this is what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think for some things it might be weird. But for me, it felt like, for Fellini specifically... I, I wouldn't say for every film I would love that. Like I saw, I saw part of Mamma Mia like that, and it was weird. I was like, I don't think that's necessary. But for Fellini, it does <laughs> feel exciting because it <laughs> because it was like you are there when he's filming, so it feels more tangible. It feels more like you can see what he was looking at at the time, like at the moment. It it just felt. Um, what do you call that? Like, um, like lived in nostalgic no. or I don't know how to explain that. Like, uh, you felt present in, in the nostalgia of it or something. I don't know. It was whatever it was. It gave me, I cried. Like I literally just started crying. Cause I was like, I, I, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I'm filming with Fellini. It was beautiful. Anyway, I'm yeah. sorry. This, this movie, did you see it in theaters? No. I, I'm oh. mad that I didn't. When I finally did see it, I was like, God fucking damn, this would have been beautiful in the theater. Because it, it's so beautiful. It's, it's so, there's so much to look at that's good. I mean, well, like we said, like any frame of this is art. Yeah. So I would have loved to have seen it on a big screen and in 3D for sure. 3D would have been spectacular yeah. for this. I, I saw it in theaters and I remember seeing like, like, you know, whenever you see like 3D options or standard, I'm always like, man, fuck that gimmicky shit. Give me standard. Ain't nobody do 3D good. Um, and I watched it. And first of all, when it started, it looked like a 3D movie with your glasses off because of like oh yeah yeah because of the animation style yeah uh there was like a bit of like bleeding and there was like a bit like it has like the lines um but that was all very intentional and i didn't realize that at first at first i was like oh am i in the wrong theater did did i actually get 3d tickets <laughs> forgot to get the glasses um but as i was watching it i was like damn it this would have been a movie to watch in 3d yeah 
(laughs) this would have been the one. I tell you, um, specifically, like, I remember the the movies that I didn't see in 3D in the theater, I was pissed later. (laughs) Because I was like, like, in the middle of the movie, I'm like, God, I should have freaking used 3D. Because, like, Prometheus was one where I was so angry. And that actually wasn't my choice. It was not my choice. It was the the date that I went on. He didn't want to watch it in 3D. And I was like, I mean, that was a huge indicator that we should not date because- You should not pursue this relationship. I should not pursue this relationship. And he did actually text dump me the next day. So it was fine. But um, (laughs) I probably should have done it first. You failed to let me watch Prometheus in 3D um, because it was, <laughs> it's so fucking cool. Like, I mean, all the, the crazy, um, when they activate the ship and they have all those um, kind of like laser renderings of what happened on the ship, like a log. And they were all coming to life around them and stuff. I was like, oh my God. Like, I was mad in the middle of that movie because I was like, this would have been so freaking cool in 3D. And you fucked it up. Brandon, that's your fault. He's not listening. He would never listen to this. <laughs> but <laughs> there are, so I, I am very. Um, and it was free. Hesitant. That was when it Tyler. Comes to 3D Tyler movies. was the one that let us. Uh, join him oh, at the so theater. You saw, you saw it at Centro? Yes, Centro I saw it with Tyler and Melissa and The Date. Theater. The Date. And it would yeah. have been free. I'm so pissed. <laughs> I, I loved working. I loved screening movies at the theater. I loved like just like watching. I would just watch whatever. I'd watch it several times because you know I had to watch each print. Um, loved it. But yeah, no. So like sometimes, sometimes I get burned and I'm like, no. So people who ruin uh, 3D are people like what was it? Clash of the Titans oh. where they didn't film it in 3d and then they went back and they just they converted like, you know, it because it of the 3D, popularity like shifted the images. Like get out of here. No, it was because of avatar oh. being so amazing. Yeah. Avatar that was is why Clash of the Titans, but it was the way jams came jams jams, <laughs> jams, came <What> jams. <laughs> it was the way he filmed it. Right. Yeah. Instead of doing side by side, he did top and bottom. Like with this camera, whatever he did, it was cool. I don't know. He's waited yeah. way too no, fucking long for the sequels. That, that was another movie I did not see in 3D. I was like, no, thank what? you. But <laughs> when I would go like, like theater check, people, I would see people like trying to grab at like the, like the um, oh the little like dust and like the little fiery bits. You can't see our hands, but we're doing things with our hands. Yeah, no, nobody can see us. Just like <laughs> we're all doing that. <laughs> um, no, I, I you wait a minute. So you have not seen Avatar in three D? No, no. Wow, that was another one. I actually, I actually screened that movie, which I guess was a big deal, and I was like, standard, please. <laughs> and I, and I just sent like a bunch of other people to go screen it in 3d and then i was the only one in the standard <laughs> ashley we i have to say i'm a little disappointed because that really was a spectacular film that, no in 3d that was the one <laughs> i saw it like three that, times that was the one i paid three times to see that in 3d that's nine hours i know that's a long fucking movie <laughs> that's so much time it's a long movie for a very, very, very short plot. 
I mean, that could have been a 30-minute movie. <laughs> they really, they really drug it out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Fern Gully did it in 80 minutes. I know, seriously. Uh <laughs> yeah, back to <laughs> back, back to, to Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Um which was a true spectacle for the eyes. Yes. For sure. Yes. Like all those I'm other ones sorry, that we just I'm mentioned. <laughs> What that, that we regretted not watching in 3D. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I wish, yeah. I wish that it had. And I have to say again, like nowadays, because I have a 3D TV and player and all that kind of stuff. And I have some Blu-rays in 3D, but it's kind of sad to me that you can't do that anymore. Like it wasn't popular enough at home to keep doing it. And that made me so mad because the, the day that they decided to stop doing it was when they released Maleficent on Blu-ray. I was, I was so prepared to purchase that in 3D. I was so angry that they decided, nah, we don't want to do these anymore because nobody's buying them. And I was like, but I wanted it. You stupid ass. I'm surprised it's not just already included. Well, I guess it would take... I, I guess 3D would take a bit more um, space. No, to, they have they have Blu-ray. Um, they have Blu-rays for. They have combos. Yeah, no, right. all of most of the ones that I have are on the same disc. It's Blu-ray or. Th oh well, then you could do both on the same damn disc. Uh, like the three, the Step Up 3D the movies. Those are like one disc. Which yes, I own uh, those. Johnny. I'll tell you, um, the confession, I love, love dance movies. Oh, I love them. Love them. Every single one. Fucking love, love them. Step up. You bet your sweet I nips. I own them. I watched on them. anyone in 3D. I watched them in 3D. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> those moves to come at me. I wanted the dancers to fly at my face. Hello. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 the first yeah, those are the, the ones first, that i was like three the first step up three well 3d like i think it was the third one mm -hmm. yeah it was it was it was the step third up one. 3d yeah um or it, just three if you don't have the d but um <laughs> <laughs> but which why would you <laughs> why would you um <laughs> Uh, that one was i even the gimmicks in it i was like i don't even care because i love this Blow those bubbles at my face. Yes, please. Thank you. Don't care. Bubbles. Love it. Um, I did love, I loved when the 3D came back into popularity and they did the 3D um, like Blu-rays and all that kind of stuff because they released Alfred Hitchcock's Style M for Murder in Blu-ray 3D. That was so mm. much fucking fun to watch in 3D. It was so cool. I was like, what? Because, I mean, 3D has been a technology for a long, long time. But it just, yeah. it same like nowadays. I mean, nowadays, I think pretty much they still do it in the theaters, right? I mean, these movies are still coming out in 3D. Like real yeah. D, 3D or whatever. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> like, I'm sure Scarlett Johansson, what is that movie? Black Widow. Black Widow? That'll probably be in 3D. You think Black Widow's coming out in 3D? I don't think it is. Really? I feel like people would want Scarlett Johansson to come at them in 3D. Like men, anyway. Well, straight men. I could care less, but... Especially if your crotch is coming at me. Like, no, ma'am. Stop it. 
I don't think that's don't not think ladylike for you to first. to grab some man's head with your thighs, Scarlet. I mean, cross you your legs. Don't <laughs> wait. Don't shame her. <laughs> I'm not shaming the sex I parts. I was with you <laughs> until you told her to cross her legs. I meant cross your legs when you're fighting with men's or women's or anybody things chairs i don't that know that seems super restricting uh you know what it might be in 3d of course it is they didn't spend all that money making it 3d for it not to be in 3d actually i mean that just seems actually that seems like a lot in a in a weird weird uh, uh factoid about that um mm -hmm. uh Peter Jackson filmed a lot of King Kong in 3D, but then it's never been in 3D. But he actually did film a lot of that film in 3D, like with cameras and all that shit. <laughs> but then never used it. Right on. I get I get real upset. Like, uh, what was it? Um, the God, the most recent Godzilla movie, like King of Monsters. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went to see that in IMAX because I was expecting I a big old that. IMAX movie. Loved it. Was not filmed in IMAX. Just oh, rude! I was real upset. Rude. Yeah. So, Spider Verse. <laughs> Let's talk about the animation in Spider Verse. Right. <laughs> uh, have we talked about it Let's at all? Let's talk about those ones and twos to start off well, with. Excuse me. <laughs> to start off with like 30 minutes into our recording uh ones and twos you know uh when animating a film and i'm certain you know this john but for anyone listening who doesn't uh when you animate a film when you're animating on ones it's one frame like a different frame per second so it's 24 24 frames in a second for well um, for some yes quick motions yeah for so when you have you'll have smoother motion if you're making a different frame every second whereas twos is you have um one frame for two seconds wait no two frames so you have 12 frames in the in the second instead of 24 yes. so each frame lasts for two beats yes and so when i something i absolutely loved about this movie was that in early on when we have miles who is who just got bit doesn't know what he's doing he's still sticking to things and he can't like unlatch himself mm -hmm. and everyone's just yelling at him to relax when he's next to the other spideys he he is animated on twos and everyone else is animated on ones and I just loved it because he he was all he was just even through animation super clunky. Yeah, it was a delight. I it was a real delight. Also, that had to suck <laughs> to animate because all of them, all seven characters, were animated differently. Which I think that's spectacular for styles. this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that particular thing worked for this movie, for them to do something like that. Like to differentiate the different, because there's different universes, so who knows what the fuck they're going to be like. I mean, there's a pig, for God's sakes. I mean, a talking animal. Yeah, and they, it wasn't like they were converted to Miles's universe. Yeah. You know, they were still they stuck came within in there. As they are. So, like, the black and white yeah. guy was still black and white 
in in the yeah in his world <laughs> nick cage which Spider-Man was yeah nick, nicholas cage he's so it's so obvious when it's him <laughs> but he was he was good in this <laughs> i actually liked his performance yeah, it was it was a real delight even though i mean it's a voice acting performance but he still did a very good job hey voice actor voice acting is like no is no like no. Tough. i know i know but it's nicholas cage i'm i didn't i wasn't digging on voice actors because they're fucking awesome but i'm saying nick cage is like a very recognizable voice but i'm saying his emotional content for his performance was very good for this yeah which i think he could have used in some of his films that he's been in but well isn't that the um isn't that the lure of nick cage i think so i don't know people call him like the one true god because it's like is nick cage a really good actor or is he just like a crazy person who's also acting because he has like really like terrible weird movies and then he has also really spectacular like performances well you know i feel like um, he's like, you know gone he's kind of like which a... is gonna be a movie we're gonna do <laughs> we've been talking about that for fucking years um i think he's kind of like a samuel l jackson in that capacity because samuel l jackson says yes to a lot of movies i mean he's in a lot of movies and i think nick cage does the same thing but people dig on nick cage more for it for some reason like i i don't know why i mean well he's not as um, sam jackson's doing the same damn that thing Nicolas cage isn't as attractive as samuel l jackson yeah maybe you know like maybe that's it like samuel l jackson also seems more threatening like he's more of a badass whereas yeah. Nicolas cage seems more like a crazy person nick cage is kind of like a I don't even know. He's he's he seems mundane, but I don't think it's I don't know because I've seen him in things where I'm like, oh wow, okay. I mean, he won an Academy Award for Moonstruck, didn't he? Or did he nominate? I can't remember. He nominated or won. Oh, I can't. He definitely remember. was nominated, but I can't remember if he won or not. But yeah. I lost yeah. my hand. I, I lost my bride. <laughs> I mean, come on, it was great. <laughs> Ashley's doing the pointing. Sorry, it was I fantastic. I was just doing the motions of it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming out on Criterion Blu-ray very soon, to a Ooh, Barnes and Noble sale near you. Fifty um, <clears throat> percent off. Uh, I will be purchasing that too. Absolutely. Um, uh, I'll, have, I'll have you know when I went to purchase Portrait of a Lady on Fire um, on Blu-ray because the Criterion sale happened like right after that was released. Mm-hmm. I was like, please, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse on Criterion. That would be cool. I, I wanted it so badly because I wanted like more special features. I Because I know like... I, well, all right, so the animation, like the animators, they had like, what, 144 animators, maybe more? Jeez. Which is like wild because a movie like like Toy Story, or at least the first one, had 27, 37, something like that. Which is like, that's a huge disparity. They had a lot of people working on this movie. It took them like a week to animate one second of film. It took them like two months to animate their first of uh, their first scene that they were happy with. I don't before they before they got like 
before they got the image they wanted. That's wild. It's spectacular, though. I mean, they definitely did the mm-hmm. right thing with this. I was going to ask you, um, and this might sound stupid on my part. I don't really know much about the, the making of this film at all. I just know that I fucking loved it. But uh, was it computer generated? And I know that sounds stupid, but I wondered. Oh, yes, it was. Okay. But there were frames that were drawn on. Okay. That was okay. the... Because it Because I thought like the same both. thing. It really did. It felt like it there, could have been either way, and I wouldn't have been surprised for either one. It would have it been harder. All entirely CGI. If it would have been harder, if it had been uh, a two D animated film, for it to look the way that it did, it would have been the most difficult thing to make ever. Which I mean, it sounds like it was anyway, but. Um, yeah, they said they had to they had to break their system to get it to look the way they wanted it to look. It's funny because Frozen was kind of like that with Disney. Like Frozen was so massive in in the the quality of it that they kept having issues with the the computers I believe for that one too. But it was um like they wanted it to be the most spectacular animation ever. Um and I, I mean, I guess they pulled it off, but it's kind of funny to think of these two because you would never put those two in that category of being that difficult because Spider-Man feels like it is because it's so spectacular to look at. And I'm not saying any digs on Frozen because Frozen is perfectly fine looking, but it's like there's... Yeah, this is just different. It's just, it's not as exciting as this one because, and it's kind of hard to explain that i think but it's i well it's not as artistic to me anyway does that make sense like it's mm-hmm. not as the, the compositions aren't as exciting the the characters aren't as interesting to look at it, it just feels i mean it's definitely disney versus something else like it, which is always going to be the case with those kinds of things like you go to somebody else for a more spectacular animation you go to Disney for a comforting fairy tale of some sort that's pleasing to look at. Yeah, I think I think this film, I think Spider-Verse had like a really solid balance like where they did have the little movements. Like that's like something that I always enjoy in in like in especially in like Pixar movies, right? In like Up when homie goes to look through the people and his glasses tilt up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, from like pressure, from pressure. I mean, I guess that's more common now, but I remember being like, nice. Or him like getting stubble to like, at, like throughout the film. And at the end he has like, you know, he has like a, a shadow of beard, uh, like little things like that. I really, really enjoy. And this movie had that, uh, even though they, they made it very like they, it looks like, if you were to pick up an old Spider-Man comic and make that 3D, you know, yeah. if you were to like slip into that world and well, like it even an had situation, like you said before, it has that, um, like it was, I can't think of, well, there was one specific moment that I noticed it the most. And it was at the very beginning of the movie when he was getting out of his dad's police car and there was in the, um, he was 
kind of normal, but it was like a depth situation that they did with the animation. It wasn't like, but it wasn't a typical depth. It was like everything that was nearer to the camera lens was that thing that you were talking about where it was separated. Like you got the, the, yeah. the red, blue, and black or whatever. Like it was separated like that. Mm when it was up close to the camera and then he was perfectly in focus and then the background was of course just kind of blurry which is normal but yeah. i love that they did things like that throughout the movie where it was like there's that's what i'm saying there's always something exciting to look at and the the other thing about the movie was the story was exciting it was it was a fantastic story to look and it, it kind of brought me back because i remember when the first spider-mans were going on with Tobey Maguire and James Cameron was supposed to have uh, like he wrote a screenplay for Spider-Man around that time. Like he was one of the people that was in contention to direct the Spider-Man movie that everybody was excited was going to happen. And his <laughs> was like the studio rejected it because it was just too much. Like he was like, they went into different universes and blah, blah, blah. And all I could think was, this is kind of like that. Like this is what people were told James Cameron's version was like. This is kind of what that was. It was, but it was interesting to me in this one because they brought all the universes into one instead of spreading out and going into the other ones. Like you saw parts of the other ones, but you, they brought it all into his so that you could have the whole story be told in that universe but with the other characters in it kind of thing. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, really dug it. I also dug Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi was the guy who ended up directing instead of James Cameron. Yes. The, uh, mm -hmm. Tobey Maguire ones, uh, for those who did not know. I think I think Sam Raimi did like a fine job. People really loved those. But then when they were trying to like do it again, well, is when it was like... The oh, funny thing so was... Well, people didn't really love the third one. Everybody hated the third one. And... I'm not, I, I'm going to put my hand up here. I did not understand why. I was like, what, did you just get tired of watching Spider-Man movies? I was like, there was nothing wrong with it. it. Was, I, I never. I, I, the, the thing I remember about the third one is that he was crying a ton. Oh, I'm sorry. He's human. Fuck you. But I, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, that, you know, they signed up for fighting. Oh, oh I'm sorry. You had Alfred Molina. And there, Alfred, Alfred, Alfred Molina. I mean, he was Doc Ock. That was Alfred? fucking fantastic. And the woman that played his wife was in center stage. I mean, you can't get much better than that. Like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you had, you know, Nick Cage and Meryl Streep. Or Nick Cage and Cher. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I thought everybody's complaints about the third. And I still, I literally do not get it. Like, I know that there's like this weird thing about the third one that everybody complains about i literally never see it every time i watch that movie i'm like what what did what didn't what did, what was the thing that bothered people about this movie i liked it i thought it was fine it was just as good as the other two much of a downer no oh, whatever <laughs> what did you expect what did you expect People also really rag on like the dancing Spider-Man, like just Tobey Maguire like strutting through the street, and I loved that. Oh, that was fantastic! It, it was just so silly. Spider-Man's a silly character. He's a teenager. Exactly. Like, I whatever. People. Are and dumb. I loved that. 
this movie brought in those references, even though yeah, they did. Like th- it, it brought in the the what what does Sony call themselves? Like the SPE, maybe Sony Pictures Entertainment, like that universe. Because Sony owns these Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, the so it brought it brought these into um, the film as well. It had like little nods to was it. Pretty, the pretty Peter Parker that was like holding like the two buses and uh, running down the street, or was it Peter B. Parker? I think it was Peter B. When they were giving his backstory, yeah. I'm pretty I, sure I it was also his. Liked, I think I just like, watched pr- it today. Pretty boys, <laughs> <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I was like, I gotta refresh because so, I'm gonna forget to say. Oh, and I I'm almost forgot. I'm not gonna forget. I'm going to bring it up. They used a Black Alicia song in this, and I was so excited when it started. I was like, oh, Black Alicious, chemical calisthenics, yes, please. I was so excited because I was like, more people need to listen to Black Alicious in general. I don't know why people don't. So, so please do. Please go and seek out some Black Alicious. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, keep going. I loved uh, Notorious. I love Notorious B.I.G., Hypnotize. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh. this this had a great soundtrack. We were just before we started the the recording, I was looking for an image for this, and I looked up the soundtrack, and I was like, okay, I need to have the soundtrack just because of how cool it looks on vinyl. <laughs> I need to have that, and I actually would actually enjoy the soundtrack to this because it was good. Yeah, it was a good one. I also really liked. I didn't realize that the. That what what is what's his name Post Malone, mm-hmm. uh, that that song that Miles is like humming to in the beginning, which I loved that bit. I loved him going, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. not knowing like the words or at least not speaking them fully because he's like wearing his headphones. Um, like that song was written for the movie. Yes, and I was like, oh, what a delight! Did it win did the Academy Award? Did the movie? Yes, the movie did. Best animated. Uh, no, I meant feature. for best song. I do not know. I feel like I feel like it did, because I thought. Um, I feel like it did, and I want to say it was another one of those moments where at, initially I was mad. And then I saw the movie and I liked the song. <laughs> it's like, oh, never mind. It was fine. Um, hold on. Because what was 2018? Uh, what do I look up? What do I, how do I Google that? 2018 best song. That's all. What, what were you um, asking what else came out in 2018 yeah because well my thing is is uh, like um poor old it, it did not win best song it did not oh, okay oh oh no i remember that year yeah that kind of pisses me off too though uh remember Honey me Black one Panther from came out in 2018 um, as well, didn't it? coco which was fine i love that song but it was not as good as this is me from the greatest show uh whatever that movie is called I don't care about that movie, but I love that song. <laughs> I was like, oh, that should have won. But whatever. Remember um, Me was fine, too. Dude, when that movie came out, even be- like well before I saw it, um, Which one? every uh, Greatest Showman, oh. every queer person 
had those like lyrics like on like their lock screen on their phone yeah well it was good singing the song it was like it was bumping yeah people were loving and that it. woman that sings it like, in the film and she was um um because she's a broad i believe she's a broadway actress and I, she was part of the what am I saying? I, the song was written for her to sing as far as I remember. I saw like a bunch of things about this. And she, um, I don't think she was originally supposed to be in the film, but then they fought for her to be in the film because they were like, uh, nobody else is singing this damn song in this damn movie. So it ended up oh, being right. her. And I believe it was Hugh Jackman that was a huge, like, yes, please have this woman in this film and do this. But, um, no, my, I just fucking loved it. And the Academy Award, specifically the Oscars performance of that song. I highly recommend people Googling that and looking that up on YouTube because it was incredible. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you have that performance and then you give it to Coco. I was like, oh, I don't think that's good. I mean, even though Gael Garcia Bernal was on the stage too, so I would have given it to him. <laughs> Take all my Oscars, Gael. I don't care. <laughs> Right you didn't write the song but whatever you're here <laughs> take it um i love him <laughs> i always that uh, he comes up a lot um i want to freaky friday with him so bad like switch bodies with gael garcia bernal and this actually came up this week at work <laughs> because they asked like who would you want to trade places with for one day and i was like this i have this answer like, this is a thing that I actually think about all the time, <laughs> is that I want to switch with Gael Garcia Bernal for a day just so I can be that sexy. I mean, that man is so fucking hot. I can't stand it. Ooh, anyway, uh, moving on. What was I going to say about this, though? The song Post Malone. Oh, yeah, what were you saying I, about this? <laughs> the Post Malone. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I felt like <laughs> I was wondering if he was up for the Oscar for it because I remember um, Dolly Parton keeps getting nominated, but she never fucking wins the goddamn thing. And it's always something really odd that happens when she's nominated. Like, I, first of all, I don't know why they didn't give her the Academy Award for nine to five. Like, hello, who doesn't know yeah. nine to five? What song won over her in 1980? I actually don't know that, but whatever it is it wasn't as good as nine to five people are still singing nine to five i'm, I'm pretty sure they're not whatever singing was, the other song undeserving it's probably a james bond theme or something but <laughs> then she was up for um <laughs> she was up for a song uh for trans america and she lost to um i think it was three six mafia and nothing against anybody but i was like what I was like, give it to Dolly Parton. And then she recently lost for um, uh, Dumplin', I believe. She didn't win. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? And you also didn't give her a damn Tony for 9 to 5 the musical. I don't think. Maybe she did. I don't know. Whatever. I want her to have an EGOT for God's sakes. <laughs> give Dolly oh, yeah. an EGOT. Straight up. Jeez. I mean, you already Dolly gave one to John Legend. Give one to Dolly Parton. She is a national treasure. We've only known about so, John Legend for like, what, two years? 
I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean. He won that real fucking quick. Yeah. I've never seen somebody win EGOT that quick. <laughs> I mean, if they do, like, one good thing, like, well, you know, can kind of, like, run the circle and get you get you a few. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> Spider-Verse. I... All right, so Miles Morales. <laughs> I'm glad this won for best animated film that year. It deserved yeah, it, dude. It was it it was it's my favorite. It should have been up. For, it should have been up for best, best picture. I agree, absolutely. There I mean, they is... did that for fucking Beauty and the Beast. Do it for fucking End of the Spider Verse, bitches. Yeah, Fuck like y'all. I don't know. They even had Beauty and the Beast present an award at that Academy's. Fuck y'all. I remember that shit. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, Spider Verse. I don't know. Maybe because there were so many Spider Man movies before this, and that this was just going to be an animated one. People were like, Meh. you know, well, like what them, is it? What is it really going to do? Throw them a bone. You know, it's not the MCU. It's not like whatever. I feel um, that way. About... I was kind of like, oh, okay. I've... You know, Spider Man movies coming out, and then I was like, Spider Gwen's going to be in it. No, I'm going to be there. Because I I had read Spider Gwen stuff. That's that's and, cool. You know, and I had seen a ton of Spider Man. Like Spider Man was the one that really like beat down the origin story. People were like, "We've had enough for a bit," you know. And when uh, well, Tom and this Holland's one made a joke of it. Spider Man came out. They were like, "We don't want to see any more origin. It better be different." We all know about Uncle Ben. Yeah. <laughs> for real. So well, that's kind of so, like yeah. I think so, the Tom Holland ones did a good job with that too, because they didn't really. I do too. They just skipped over Ben. Ben's gone, <laughs> and then we got the hot <laughs> yeah, aunt. Yeah, he been had been gone. <laughs> <laughs> and she really was. Yeah. Holy aunt May, you crap! Know who, you know who voices Aunt May in this? What? Okay. Who is the voice of Aunt May? No, you say your thing. Lily Tomlin. <gasps> I thought that was her. I was watching it today. I was like, that's got to be Lily Tomlin. It was Lily Tomlin. Look at me knowing that. Um, <laughs> I felt her. I felt her presence. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love her. Um, no, what's her name? Hot. Hot. Um, Marissa Torme? Is that her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, in, uh, in uh, the, the Tom Holland yeah, yeah. one? Yeah. Super hot. Super hot. Like oh, was that, that woman is that all you has say? gotten yeah, yeah, hotter hot. as she has gotten older. I'm like, how? I mean, that's not a dig at women in general. I guess I should probably clear that. You're up. telling me Lily Tomlin has not gotten no. Lily Tomlin is older? a fucking dream. I love her old. I think she looks fantastic. I actually, I, I'm one of those weird people. I guess I think women look fantastic when they get old, which is why I don't like it when they do weird fucking things like Madonna. Just stop, ma'am. Just stop. Like, age gracefully, please, ma'am. You're you're selling all your skincare products. Could you just <laughs> use those and stop doing everything else? Um, I worry about Cher. You have got such a funny relationship with Madonna. I do. I have a very You've got weird such one. like a. I love like her. A, like a gay best friend, like relationship where she's the you gay best love friend. Her, but you're gonna tell her. You're gonna keep it real. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna. If I was, I would. I would speak this way to her face. I would have no problem doing that. Um, but I do love her. I think I love 
that woman to death. She has done some things lately that have been <sighs> cringy, but I'm like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going, ma'am. I'm gonna keep I, I'm sticking by it. And she actually kind of <laughs> she she uh, what do you call it? Um, she kind of like negated those things by doing something else to distract everybody. It's like she she knew what she was doing. She's like, oh shit, I did something wrong. How can I fix this? I'm making a movie about myself. Here's all the research we're going through. <laughs> and we're all like, yes, please, please do that. Yes. I actually agree. I think that's a fantastic idea for her to make a film about herself. Yes. I would do that. I want to make a movie about me. Fuck yes. Especially someone like her. Like when she, <laughs> she had an Instagram post the other day, or well, actually it was probably a couple of weeks ago with me. Who knows? Um, she had her sex book open and she was like reading stuff out of her sex book. And I was like, that is the most bizarre thing I've seen in a long time. It's like old Madonna, like current Madonna with her sex book in her hands. I was like, this is weird. Like, I didn't even know she had a copy. <laughs> Yeah, I remember <laughs> she had a copy. I mean, it's like one of the. I remember. I feel like she's the kind of artist that is probably not even aware that all this stuff is out there that she's done. Like, she's like, whatever. I did that years ago. Who knows? I don't give a shit. It's just like her only doing one printing of it. It's like, she's like, no, you don't have to do another one. Who cares? And now it's like super valuable. <laughs> like, she's not aware of that. <laughs> When we recorded Dick Tracy, I remember seeing her her breasts like through like a sheer shirt, mm -hmm. and I and you had commented on how many times like we the world have seen Madonna's breasts, mm -hmm. and I was like, that's the closest I've seen. And you were like, we've all seen her sex book, Ashley. I had no idea. I had no idea you, oh, that that existed. It's so weird. All I still I still haven't seen a nude Madonna. I, I like missed that whole. I have a poster of her naked in the other hers. room. <laughs> oh, man, I've been in that room. <laughs> <laughs> like she's hitchhiking naked with her purse. It's fantastic. Yes, please. Oh, that sounds like a great piece. Oh, it's gorgeous recall seeing it it's a steve mizell photograph i believe um it was in the sex book so with this, so with this one with this spider-verse movie the difference between this one and the other one something i really enjoyed and something i thought about when i was watching it today was when you and i were on um the pab podcast and they had asked us what we wanted like what we thought about represent representation of queer people in like TV and mm -hmm. movies and just entertainment in general. And something I was thinking about when I was watching this is that Miles Morales is an Afro Latino American and his character just is like, we've seen so many of the same Spider-Man. We've seen so many of like the awkward young white boy who like gets incredibly buff really quickly and you know, is, a, is a superhero and is in love with Mary Jane. And with Miles, like, he's, he is who, he's in a world, that's not our world, but he's in a world that seems very familiar. It seems, like, very much like the world I walk through. Mm -hmm. Where, like, yeah, like, he's a, he's a person of color. And I love that his mother, 
talks to him in Spanish and they did not put a translation or when he like talks to his friends in Spanish and there's no translation, you don't like need it because you can still understand. By, well, like, you the know, tone. it's like the world in general. If I'm out in the world yeah. and that starts happening around me, it's not your subtitles for me to read. It's just how it is. Yeah, it's a very like, it's very like lived it's in. It's just it real. Felt very relatable. Yeah. And I remember us just being like, you know, like queer people who are just also just like, just a character who happens to be queer. And this is just a, ha- a Spider-Man that happens to be, you know, um, black and uh, Latin. Is he Puerto Rican? Maybe. I mean, honestly, uh, I, I don't know. He, he's, he's black and Hispanic and he's living in uh, Brooklyn. He's not super rich. He goes that school. He goes to, uh, I, I believe I'm not certain if they mention it, but he, he wins a yes, contest to attend that, that school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He like, and so like, it's not like it's, it's not like he's like super wealthy, whereas Spider Man, I guess Spider Man. He was like kind of annoyed that he had to go to that school too. And he was trying yeah, to flunk he, out he, of it, even though he's smart enough different. to be there. Yeah, he wanted to hang out with his friends and work on his art. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> hello. Can I do that? Yeah. And he was just like tagging things. He was uncertain of like who he wanted to be. It didn't really like, it didn't really center around, I don't know, like him being hispanic or him being black but those still were valuable pieces of him that were integrated into the story you know like i loved i absolutely loved that so i really dug that that's all oh no i agree i agree (laughs) i loved it loved it yeah and then all the other and it, it, it was really it really felt that was another thing that felt true to uh, like spider-man could be anyone you know and then the other spideys come in and you have like a female like you have spider woman you have a spider pig you have um penny parker who doesn't actually have super like spider abilities like everyone else she has like a telepathic connection or a psychic connection with a radioactive spider yes like and so like it's they're all very different, but they're all very much the same. Oh, I also loved every time when they met each other for the first time. They had that little that little bit, and they're like, you're like me. Oh, it chokes me up. It chokes me up, Johnny. I Because Spider-Man's such a lonely character. Well, like, yeah. Like, even to, like, share his bits. Even the Peter Parker that's a seasoned Spider-Man. Like, you mm-hmm. got that out of that brief moment where he interacted with um miles miles right yeah am i getting the name right yeah when he interacts with miles that brief little moment uh before blonde peter is killed which (laughs) spoilers well we already mentioned that i think (laughs) but uh (laughs) like right before that like he he has that moment with him and it's genuine it's not like because you would you would think that a seasoned Spider-Man like the one that they presented to you for him, for that blonde, attractive Spider-Man, that he would be like an egotistical kind of experience bumping into him. But it wasn't. It was like, mm-hmm. oh shit! Like he's having a connection with this kid like real quick because it's like, oh shit! You're like me. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of loved that. I thought that was a very well done moment for that character. 
and it was believable. With all of them, I something I oh, just the tiniest of details I absolutely loved when uh, it was Peter B. Parker, um, Miles, and Gwen Stacy, who when they met up with the other three, the Noir, Penny Parker, and Porker, Porker Parker. <laughs> Is it really Porker Parker? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Please let it be Porker or, or, Parker. No, no, no. I think it's Porker Parker, <laughs> but Spider Ham. Spider Ham is. <laughs> now, when is when like was that? Name. When was that? Um, when was the pig introduced into the whole Spider Man situation? Like when exactly? Into like the Spider Verse? What? I'm sorry. Say. I honestly don't know. Because was it the Simpsons? I was, was gonna the say Simpsons when Homer was holding the pig and going spider pig, spider pig, and then they did. A spider pig does. <laughs> I was obsessed. I think the world was obsessed with that when it happened. Um, but they even did an orchestrated, um, legit version of that song at the end of the Simpsons movie, and it's on this. I think it's on the soundtrack. Or maybe it's at the end of the end credits or something. It's somewhere in the movie where they do like a a full-on production of spider pig theme song and i was like oh my god i'm sorry it's peter porker not porker parker it's peter porker porker parker though <laughs> porker parker sounds so much fun it's almost like a uh, parker posey but it's <laughs> porker parker posey <laughs> oh my god there's so much good stuff there <laughs> oh johnny johnny the first appearance of fucking Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider Ham, was November of 1983. So it goes oh. back even. He goes back even further. Fantastic. Okay. Well. Absolutely fantastic. But I like that the Simpsons. But yeah. When they met. Up. When when they met the other three, um, the, like uh, Gwen and uh, Peter, had their Spidey sense. They had their little spider tingles, and Miles had it as well. But he was just after because you know he's not like tuned in mm -hmm. as well as them yet i love that like those tiny little details just like the ones and twos like as they're like flinging through the woods and you know miles is still clumsy he's still he's still not getting getting the hang of things but he'll grow into it absolutely like that costume especially for the sequel what 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 what, what? oh yeah supposedly what 2022 I believe. Is it? I believe Spider so. Spider-Gwen? The Spider-Gwen sequel? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig. Those, those are some hot deets. I also like the detail of the... We can, all right, so it was very much like a comic book. It was like stepping into a comic book. They had like the bleeding, which I thought was a was an excellent touch. And the um those dots... The, what, what is that called that shading um where they were in in comic books they would have like little little dots like uh like you see in pop art like to, uh what's his name what's that the guy's comics. name there was cross hatching on the faces what is that artist's name which was also super excellent it starts with a b right mm. it's like more fuck you know i had it up until we started trying to figure it out <laughs> Sorry. <I've... laughs> 
I was going to say the name of the artist, but then we got too involved. Um, damn it. He's like okay. super famous. He is. He is super, super famous. And neither of us can remember his. Uh, How his do name? you Google that? <laughs> Comic artist, person, art, famous, fine art. Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It'll come back to you. True. But I dug I dug those little details. But when like when it went full on like comic book, when um Miles like after Miles was bit by the spider and the words started popping up, like his thoughts started popping up just like little um, comic bubbles, those little blocks. Yes. And like he was like, why am I thinking so loud? And, and am I going through puberty? And like those little those little things. Loved how that just came up after. Like, it just leaned full in into the universe. Yes. When, like, after he was, after he was bit. Oh, I love all the details. All uh, yeah. the details in this movie. No, I agree. Roy Lich Lichtenstein, by the way. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Google. And they are Bende dots. Bend. Oh, look at you with your that was fancy what I was trying to words. Yeah. <laughs> those, those, are, those are the dots those dots are throughout cross hatchings throughout just like a bunch of like the lip bleeding mm -hmm. bleeding throughout wonderful because comics weren't printed right and so they also drew over to what we what we were saying earlier they drew over they drew some of the frames like the big pals mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about oh yeah when he hits like the side of a car and such they drew that frame instead of using cgi but over some of the cgi they would do like an, an outline they would draw the outline for for the character that's exciting like the black lines i love that i yeah that wasn't throughout the whole film it was just in certain parts but i think they really they nailed, nailed it. it yeah they they did such a beautiful job with it and i think this this is one of those ones where it's like even you because i think it was probably you that ended up making me be like oh fine yeah. i'll goddamn watch the movie because yeah because it's like who wants to see another spider-man well and i kept and I hearing like, about it. it and i kept thinking what what is nothing is going to blow my mind it's it's i'm too old for that <laughs> like everything's already been done what are you gonna do and it really did like it blew my mind. It was kind of, it was like the unexpectedness of Mad Max Fury Road blowing my mind or Speed Racer blowing. My, it was like, it, these were ones where I was not expecting it to do that. I was excited to see the movie, but I didn't expect that to happen. And then this one, I wasn't even like, I mean, not to be rude, but I wasn't interested in seeing it. I was like, well, whatever, I'll see it at some point if, if I happen to. I'm not going to seek it out. And then I believe it was you that was like, oh, John, you got to see this movie. And I was like, fine, yeah, watch movie. It was probably like me with uh, with Midsummer, <laughs> Like with Midsummer, how I was like, best movie of 2019. You need to watch it. Best movie of 2019. Um, I was saying that about Spider-Verse. I was like, best movie of 2019. Well, that one I agree. I agree with you about Spider-Verse. <laughs> Midsummer. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? <laughs> and you know what? Portrait of a Lady on Fire was also crazy, stupid, good. And so, was that twenty nineteen? It's also, 
Yeah, it was 2019. It was December of 2019. Oh, there you go. Ha ha. Ha ha. Midsummer. Yeah, I think Midsummer was closer to March. Yeah. Well, there you go. So I was like howling about Midsummer. And then I was like, oh, dip. Yeah. Po- okay, I, so I think Portrait. <laughs> I would pick Portrait over Midsummer. For sure. And I would understand that, yeah. Johnny. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't argue it. I mean,. We've already, whatever, we, there's an episode, actually it was two Midsommar episodes. There's an episode so. for each. Do you know that the, the first Midsommar episode is one of our highest listened to episodes, but it's like, number two is like, nobody cared to go into the second part. They're like, we don't even care at this point. It's like two, They're like, what more people. are they going to say? What? Did, <laughs> what did you know say? that there's... <laughs> Really nothing. I don't know. We talked for 14 hours about it. And those were edited. <laughs> I've, I've got more. We cut I've got things more. out of that. <laughs> <laughs> it really was long. We talked about that for a long time. We did. Anyway. We did. Well, the movie was also long. And that was back when we were watching the movie while yes. recording. Which we don't do anymore. But we still go I mean, way I'm over the I'm pretty sure game. we talked well beyond the movie. Yeah, we always do. Um, like, even now, we still do yeah, that. Which I wish we would have watched the four-hour one, but no big deal. I actually um, I actually kind of would like to see that at some point. I didn't hate it. I, you know, I'd watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Right on. So, best movie of 2019, or 2018. Spider-Verse, I guess, on my list. Yeah, I mean, I can't I remember know, anything that came out, like... so I'm just going to go with that, too. <laughs> the only other thing I can remember coming out is Black Panther. I think Black Panther came out around the same time. Yeah. But obviously that one had a different type of marketing. So, and it was, you know, an MCU. You know, and so it was just like big. I did, I, when that, and I, I'm certainly, what am I saying? I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I, I didn't. It, I didn't like it as much as everybody else did, and it's not a dig towards what it was. I, I understood all of what everybody was praising about it, but it was like I didn't like the things that I didn't like about it had nothing to do with the um, with the quality of the content. No. Well, no, it, no, what am I saying? I'm not trying to be disrespectful to it because of what it was. Does that make sense? Like, I understand that it's a very important step for, for black people to have this as a momentous thing. Like we got to have a superhero movie and it was a big deal and it was amazing. And I agree with all that, but then it was kind of like you, but you didn't really look at the problems with the movie <laughs> because of that. I think there was a, a blind spot to some of that. And I was like, you kind of, but it, this kind of was fucked up because, and the women in the movie were my favorite part of the whole thing. Cause I was like, well, at least the women have sense in this goddamn thing because I was just going to say the women were the best part. And I hope that the sequel is the little sister oh absolutely it has to be if they don't do that there's something wrong with them there's something wrong with yeah them. like it's like a missed opportunity and that one i mean you the know, internet has spoken so i certainly hope they're listening uh and i agree with the internet uh in this particular oh did the internet say that oh yeah oh yeah everybody's oh, good. 
Good. Up in arms about that. Good. The internet doesn't let me down. Please, please don't let everybody down. Make this, make this fucking good. But um, no, she deserves it too. That actress was fantastic as her, as the sister. But um, I was going to say the biggest part I had a problem with was when the dude came, well, first of all, it took me two times watching the movie to even understand everything that was happening because I still, the second time I watched it, I still had issues trying to figure out the lineage of everybody because I was like, well, wait a minute, who is this guy? Why is he so mad? Why is he killing people? I don't understand what's going on. And I liked his story. Well, I like think the about- problem I had was that the actors, <laughs> this is really I'm being very picky, but the actors that they had playing the younger versions of like Forrest Whitaker and the other dad was like, I didn't get that those were the same people. So it was very hard for me to figure out who the hell was going on and what was happening. I was like, what? Who's what now? And what's going on? Oh, I know what you're talking about. It took me a tick. Yeah, I was like, a tick to get that. That was hard for me to get. And it didn't, it took me till the, the second time watching it to figure that part out. Then when I got it, I was like, Okay, well, I get that part. So all of that makes sense now. But the problem I'm having with this, and it still happened the second time, was that the fucking men in this country, or this big old situation, like, you guys are blindly following this guy that came in out of nowhere. Like, who are you people? You really think that this guy's better than the person that you've lived with your entire lives and grown up with and trusted and wanted to be the Black Panther? Like, you you just turned your back on him so fucking quickly and then had no problems with the damn ideas this guy had to spread your technology across the world. I was like, you guys are idiots. You guys are idiots and you're following him for no good reason other than the fact that, what, you're... I don't know, sore losers about something? I don't know. I mean, that one guy had no true cause to be backing this guy. I was very confused. And then, like I said, the women were the smartest part of the whole thing because as soon as everything was going down where it was like, well, we can now switch back to Black Panther side because, well, he's still alive, so y'all fuck that up. But And the men still didn't like hand over their egos. It was like, no, you're wrong. You're still wrong. And you're still fighting the women, which you shouldn't be because you guys are idiots. Uh, well, whatever. Yeah. So those are my issues with Black Panther. <laughs> and it had nothing to I mean, do with any of the other stuff because I fucking loved, I fucking loved the whole universe. I love their country. I love their technology. I love that the sister was a fucking brilliant woman that was coming up with this technology it was like uh and the fact that that man had a problem with that girl having all the power and technology shit like i'm sorry that her brain is better than yours and she can figure that shit out and you can't hello (laughs) like just like them removing the stone thing from the guy's head and the other avengers move with the snappy snaps it's like hello she was able to do it you weren't were you gonna do that i don't think so she could though bitch so shut up <laughs> men need to sit so the fuck are down. you are you ready for the other movies in 2018 <sighs> yes this is probably why this is probably why nobody like even thought about spider-verse so i mean there was venom so Ooh, get out of girl here. don't even um, go there <laughs> aquaman 
Ew. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Deadpool 2, Solo, the the Star Wars one. Girl, I know what Solo what is. Else. I didn't think like, it was about a cup. It, it, was, it was just like a bunch of like heavy hitters. Heavy hitter comic book movies just just rolling through and people were like i'm tired you want me to watch a spider-man you want want me to watch another spider-man that's not even part of the mcu like i don't even have to watch it to keep up like no thank you like he's already in infinity war do we have to watch that one (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) which infinity war isn't that the one that we were just trying to figure out with snappy snap that was the first snap. Yeah, that's the, that's the one we couldn't we couldn't remember the name of. That's the first snap. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ant Man and Wasp. Holy shit, those are good movies. Those are fucking. That's a good. lot. Like that. That's like dense. Like if I think of like those are. I mean, those are a lot of movies. Also, have you seen Aquaman? No. What? Watch it for the wigs. No. Watch it for the wigs. We keep talking about this. I this is not a Spider-Verse situation. I am not going to love this movie. I'm not going to love it. Well, no, I didn't love it either. No, I know. Was, Nobody did. Not I'm not gonna watch that shit. <laughs> not even for the wigs. I'll just Google the wigs. <laughs> Nicole Kidman's horrible wig in Aquaman. <laughs> It'll come up. Isn't she the one that has a wig person? She like, does. She happen? is famous for her fucking good wigs. So everybody was like, uh, even Nicole didn't have a good wig for this movie. <laughs> maybe maybe they digitally added it later. <laughs> and she really did have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> they just took it out. They were like, we wanted it red. It has to be like everybody else's ugly wig. <laughs> <laughs> or else it's not believable you really can't be the only person with a good wig <laughs> you can't be the only one with a lace front ma'am <laughs> I, I imagine it's difficult to do wigs wet <laughs> so Ugh. i think that that also may have been a struggle because everyone's like in the water and then just like sopping wet out of the water it's just gross but it's also very glaring because Jason Momoa is the only one not wearing a wig, and you can tell. <sighs> but whatever. I'm not watching it. So, what would you what would you rate this movie? Oh God. Oh God. Nine nine toes. Nine chubby digits. <laughs> oh, God. Why would nine little that? spider piggies <laughs> nine little spider hands <laughs> spider pigs little spider piggies right on right on right on i think i would give it yeah a nine nine or a ten i i really enjoyed this movie i thought it was i don't have a complaint about it i think it was all very well executed every aspect of it it really was not I, nine and a half. I'm sorry. I'll give it another half. Nine and a half toes. Another, you convinced me. Another, another toesy woes. A little, a little half toe. <laughs> what would you recommend? Oh, um, Speed Razor. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I feel like it is visually satisfying. Um, and. I'm not gonna and store. I like that one. I, I everybody same thing, same same shit. Like everybody complained about that movie, and I had no complaints about it. Complain about what movie? Speed Racer. 
Yeah, I I mean, the only reason I saw that movie is because it was my roommate's favorite movie. But he also, it was also the first time he smoked weed? Maybe he ate a weed brownie? The first time, his first experience with weed. He watched Speed Racer and he was like, it was the best movie I've ever seen, ever. And I was like, are you high? And he was like, yeah, flying high. Still the best movie I've ever seen ever. Like he had like <laughs> such like a spot in his heart for that movie. And I forgot what I was going to recommend, but damn it, I had it. And now I am just killing time because I did not write it down. And I feel like a total butt. It was a coming of age movie with the, with the youth Doing things. Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, if you liked this movie, <laughs> I recommend Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh, it's it's similar. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Wreck It Ralph would oh. be a better recommendation. Oh, Wreck It Ralph. That was wasn't good. my original, and I'm really mad about it. But I think Wreck-It Ralph would be, like, if you liked this movie, you might like Wreck-It Ralph. I agree. That was a good one, too. Very good yeah. one. You know, that was another one. Another one where people were shitting on the sequel. And I was like, why? It was good. I need to stop listening to people. And stop reading comments yeah, on like, the internet. You, people are, are so fucking negative. God damn it. Can't stand it. Like, even, okay, this is a new thing that's, I mean, it's not a new thing, but it's really, really getting to me these days. I think YouTube should get rid of the thumbs down because I'll look mm -hmm. at a video and sometimes it's a video that has just been posted that day and it already has thumbs down people. And I'm like, who didn't like this? Like, it's not even a proper, like, some of it is like a, what, like a print song that was just released or whatever. And it's like, who, who did that? Who, who came up in here today and did that? You fucking twats. And it's even worse when it's like two people. Like, what two people in the world didn't like this video? Sorry. I think... That's um, <laughs> my rant. I don't know. There's like... It's... It's kind of... Who cares? You know, like, if I don't like something, I just carry on. Exactly. All that all that it is is that it's not for me. Something I really... I really don't think... I honestly I believe that YouTube should get rid of it. They should. If if it's a thumbs up, it means you like that, and it, it'll help their stupid algorithm figure out what you might like later. Like, it, don't put the negative one. Because it's just fucking rude. It, has, it, it means nothing. Don't watch it if you don't like it. I uh sorry. <laughs> so with Reddit, <laughs> where there or at least when I started using Reddit, there was um I'm pretty sure they still do this. It's Reddit. It's like you upvote it. There's like upvotes and downvotes, but downvotes are mostly used not if you don't like something, if something's like rude or offensive or you know, something like that is usually when you would downvote a thing and like downvoted things go to the bottom and then like relevant or um, 
you know, good information or even funny information gets upvoted and it just like goes to the top of the comment page, you know, mm-hmm. I love that system. And I've seen like the times I see it like work super well is like I was on like a coffee roasting subreddit and there was this girl roasting coffee and she was like, this is how we do it at this place, you know, in this garage, whatever, you know, with this unit and there were like a few comments and at the bottom and after you get so many negative like so many downvotes it'll collapse the comment automatically unless you have it set to uncollapse like show everything or on like controversial or whatever um and so i went and i saw at the bottom of the page there was a collapsed comment and i'm like usually on the roasting subreddit there isn't like a lot of negativity and i clicked on it and it was just like you're hot <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I love that that was downvoted. They're like, we're here for roasting, buddy. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. And so I'm cool with a downvote if it means something like that. If it means like, get this trash out of here. But if it's like, "Mm, I don't like this video. It's like, bitch, it's not for you. It's clearly not something that's literally, this is not produced for you. It has nothing to do with you. Why are you doing that? Like, Why even make, it's like like negative comments on posts that I see. And I've told you this before, like there's some kind of, it's like a, it's like Facebook has a vendetta against me specifically. It's like, John, when we show you a post that you're going to enjoy, we're also going to make sure that the only comment you see under it is a negative comment. And I've taken, I've taken like (laughs) hundreds of screenshots of this because it is absolutely true. It's like, no matter what, the only comment I see is a negative one. And I'm like, why? There are positive ones under there. When I actually click there and see other comments, why are you giving me the negative ones? I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that like rude ass fucking assholes i i don't i don't understand and why be negative towards something like this like do you know what i mean like if you don't like it move on why are you wasting your energy saying oh, i didn't like this well, who asked you especially yeah unless it's like especially if it's, it's if like it, genuinely like if it's harmful or like super trash toward like another person or group like like if it's if it's not for you and it's not hurting anybody, like who cares? Exactly. Like, I, well, it's town. like, okay, there's quit being a troll. It's like a Stanley Kubrick appreciation group that I'm in. <laughs> and clearly like they have you answer questions about Stanley Kubrick to get into the group. Like what's your favorite Stanley Kubrick film and all these other things. It's like, so you have to take a quiz about Stanley Kubrick to even get into it. So it's kind of like, if you're in it, clearly you like Stanley Kubrick. So then when somebody posts like Eyes Wide Shut, it's a Stanley Kubrick film. So guess what? We're going to talk about Eyes Wide Shut in this group. Why would you comment that this movie was trash and you hated it? Why are you in this group? I mean, what, <laughs> did you not understand that this is a Stanley Kubrick group and we appreciate Stanley Kubrick as a filmmaker and that is one of his films and we're going to appreciate it. I mean, if you put Flying Padre in there, you're going to say, oh, this is trash. It was, it was a stupid newsreel. Like, who cares? Well, yeah, but what? Why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you here? Stop it. And if you don't like it, just don't say anything or say, this wasn't my favorite. How about that? Why do you have to Nailed make a, a deal of saying 
you didn't like something like and 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 bad mouth it it wasn't my favorite i say that about things all the time i mean you trash talk some things well if they're trashy like madonna's lip hair hair what oh her li- no her lip hair is fine madonna's lip hair i don't mind her lip hair her elbows are freaking creepy neighbor her gullum so, arms johnny on that note what are we doing next week? i have Do no remember? clue i don't remember did we talk about it <laughs> next week is is the start of october we're going to be doing our double features well yeah i know that okay well then that's it oh I thought you had specific titles. I mean, we do have a we do have one pair already set up. Well, we, should we, we do that one after we end this call? Do you want to do that one? Uh, then next week will be Ghost in the Machine as well as Chopping Chopping Mall. Mall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm super pumped because I've waited a year to watch Ghost in the uh, Ghost in the Machine and Chopping Mall for this for this pairing. I've seen Chopping Mall. Well, I no, but you suggested Mall. it, and we never did it. Um, oh yeah, I suggested it last yeah, year. Yeah, last but we year. Didn't get to um, they didn't make the cut last year. They made the first cut this year. Hilarious pun. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so <laughs> join us um, next one. <laughs> I'm trailing off. Really, I don't know. I think I'm tired. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm just Wonderful. angry at the internet. Yeah, so let's just, uh, bye-bye. Oh, stars and stripes. <laughs>